Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Laura podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Before I get into today's podcast, I want to remind you to check out my online yoga platform. It's online yoga classes on Lit Daily, where you are offered a daily class that's different every day that will stay on the site for 48 hours. So there's always two of the Lit Dailies that are up. Then we have lots of in the library, Lit Hips, we have therapeutic series, we have stuff for your shoulders, for your core, we have a beginner and foundational series. There's so many options. So you can start whenever and wherever you are. Please try it out. I have free trials. So go to movementbylara.com. It's especially relevant to be moving well for t- today's podcast, which is called da, 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 Top Office Ergonomic Tips. This is actually more interesting than it might sound. Top office ergonomic tips. Well, what in the world, what, what's an ergonomic thing anyway? Well, so ergonomics is this definition is uh, the, you know, how something is structured at work, how something is designed to for you as you're working. So for instance, when I go in, I've been called into different corporate corporations for ergonomic counseling. <laughs> that sounds very heavy, but, and what they're looking for is like, how do, how do we design comfort and efficiency in the working environment in a way that makes our people more productive? Of course, everybody wants it to be about productivity, but it's also, it's also really talking about the psychological and physiological pr- principles of workspace. So it's designing and arranging things uh, so that people at work are efficient and, and are safe. You know, they're 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 positioned or working in a manner that maximizes their productivity. So for instance, it, it used to be when people would when they started getting into these kind of l- large rooms with cubicles, they would just put somebody in front of a desk, basic desk, put the, um, they didn't have laptops then, uh, they would put the computer on the desk and then just tell people to do whatever they needed to do, you know, in terms of what their job was. And so someone might be working at a desk on the computer for eight hours a day. You know, let's just, t- let's just say, okay, they weren't really, really productive six hours a day, but six hours a day sitting at a desk on a chair in a position and their hands are mostly either typing or grabbing a pen or, or, or holding a phone. So pretty quickly, people realized in the workplace that this was not how we were constructed to live our lives. And, and the, for these large 
amount of time. So six to eight hours is a lot of time to be sitting in a position where the instrumentation is not really skillfully placed in accordance with how your biomechanics are, right? So how you will move your hand or it's really confining if you think about it. So once they, you know, I remember, oh gosh, probably when I first started PT, doing a couple of um, brief consultations at places. And that was just like basic stuff. Like, well, let's look at where we can put your computer so that you're not looking down all the time at the screen. And then the other big thing was uh, carpal tunnel was just massive and it still is, but there's, there's a lot more products out on the, on, you know, ergonomics has also been a, a really great uh, marketing thing. Uh, there's been lots of products that have been developed for carpal tunnel because when you put position your hand a certain way, and I don't know this personally, cause I don't spend a lot of time typing, thank goodness. But if you're spending a lot of time typing, you don't move your hands all around. You kind of they're they're in one position in this kind of clutched position, and then the fingers are moving. So they figured out pretty quickly that this was just not great for for people forearms, and that they would get these this thing called carpal tunnel, where the if you flip your palm up that side of your um, forearm at the carpal tunnel area, right where the wrist and the forearm meet, there would be get a lot of swelling because there's so little space in that area. And I've talked about that on other podcasts, what to do about that. But ergonomics is important for it. So what are some tips? What are my some of my tips for ergonomics? And, and, and there are so many more options now for the workstations. And like I was saying, there's products for how to position your wrist. But these are these are my top ones. Okay, first of all, you have to look at posture, like how you're going to be positioned, whether it's sitting or standing in a way that you've got a clear line of energy from the floor through the body. So let's start with sitting. If you're sitting, you should be sitting such that your sit bones, which are two bones underneath your butt cheeks, and you can feel them when you rock back and forth, they should be you should be the the weight bearing should be through the center of them versus tipping forward is kind of arching the back and then tipping back on them is rounding the back. So that weight bearing down through the sit bones is is important for the energetic exchange from the floor through the body into the pelvis and then up through the spine. So you need to find a chair that's going to position you well that way that isn't so for instance a lot of cars if i and i have gone and done like consultation for a few people who have cars and i've i've said this car is is it's really hard to get with, even with lumbar support you out of that kind of bucket seat where you're rounded so certainly at work you do not want to have any kind of rounding in that low back so this the seat is important to get you up on your your sit bones you don't want to sit too, too high and have your feet dangling ever, right? We want weight bearing through the feet because you're getting that exchange of energy from the floor. If you have your feet dangling, everything kind of loses its structure a little bit. It becomes a little like, blah. so your feet should be flat on the floor. I would say, if at all possible, take your shoes off at work and get your feet on the floor and then sit upright on the sit bones at an angle with the, from the pelvis to the knee, there's a slight decline. So the more you get to 90 degrees with the knee and the hip, that that can feel good. But a lot of people don't naturally have that. 
and they'll tend to rock backward. So you want to have an adjustable chair because eventually you want to kind of move it in a variety of ways. So you're either a little bit up, like where your pelvis is higher than your knees. And then sometimes during the day, checkouts, can you get it more like at 90 degrees and see if you can get some good hip flexion without rounding your spine. So you want an adjustable chair, but you always want to be able to have your feet on the floor and have the, uh, the seat, the cushion of the seat, or however it's positioned, not tipping you back at all. Okay. So that being said, you do want to also move your feet around. So if you're working, move your feet in a variety of ways. The worst thing to do, and I am such a, I do this, uh, I want to say a victim of this. It's more like I I just am an example of this, is crossing your feet or kind of moving your feet around in a way that you're really off-centered. Not crossing your feet, crossing your thighs. So if you can make sure that you have your feet down, but also have them be able to move in a variety of ways. Like sometimes you'll have, you could have your feet up on, some people get these little foot stools or something, but you want to, you want to have it in a way that you have weight bearing through the feet so that you can get more circulation. You're, if you're a lot of times by the end of the day, people's ankles will swell because of all of this. The circulation is not nearly as good when you're sitting. And so the, your the blood pooling down in the ankles is not being there's without movement all some of that is some of that blood pooling and lymph is being stuck more in the ankles so move your feet around during the day of course i'm also going to tell you to stand but these are some ergonomic tips so one is feet weight bearing but also have a place where you can move them around maybe put them up sometime so that you're just moving them in a variety of ways arrange your work surface so that you're you're the, like the height of your your work surface your desk is not going to put a strain on your back so that's going to depend on your body but you need to figure out like if you have your um, arms bend your arms bend your elbows and then you have your fingers coming onto a desk computer where what does that do to your back when you do that and arrange your chair around that. So because a desk is usually not going to be as adjustable as a chair. So you don't want to feel like scrunch, like your elbow, you're like T-Rex typing, but you also don't want to feel like the desk is way, way away from you or way below you. But you want to feel like you can kind of rest the elbows easily by your sides and type. People will ask me about, how about, you know, um, a standing desk? That's fine. Um, sometimes what I find with people at standing desk is that just that kind of position of standing and then being in front of the surface area is more troublesome unless they have that adjustable standing desk. But even with that, you want to make sure that when you're standing, it's the same idea. Your elbows are bent at 90 degrees and then lower them, lower the, the hands a little bit lower than that. So you can bend at 90 degrees and then lower the bottom part of your hand and forearm, and that's where you need to have your typing. So adjust your standing desk to that. If you're at 90 degrees, you're going to get really compressed at the elbows. It's just too too much flexion. But if it's too low, it's just going to feel like like you're going to the sh- your shoulders are going to feel kind of strung out by the end of the day if your arms are kind of dangling too low. There's a lot of things to think about. 
Okay, so what are what are some other things? You you want to have your eyes so that they're at the height of the screen. So many people are looking down. And this is not always possible, I realize, because because your computer screen is sometimes connected to your typing board, your keyboard. And it's best if you can have those separate so that you have your screen at eye level, but your keyboard is down so that your your elbow is not at 90 degrees, but a little bit um, less than 90 degrees. And that's the ideal. But often you can't do that when you have like the desktop that has the keyboard connected to it. You can get a wireless keyboard. So get that. Ask your um, boss to buy you one or or purchase one for yourself. It'll really be worth worth it. Okay. So what's the other big thing? Well, uh, as you might know, you need to get up. You need to stand up. You, uh, I've said this many times. I'd rather you stand every 30 minutes and move around for 10 minutes than sit for six hours and then move around for 40 minutes. It's just, You need to move more frequently because the, the constant sitting or same thing with standing, if you're at a standing desk, being in one position for a long period of time is not ergonomically sound. You will feel more drained. You will feel more fatigued. The other thing is looking at a screen or looking at even say where you're not looking at a screen. So many people do look at screens now. So, but let's say you're looking at papers, but looking at something in that way for such a long period of time without moving is, is pretty tough for the body and the, and the strain on the eyes. So, so get up and move. So again, here are the big tips. Think about how to um, improve your posture even when you're sitting or standing. So I've talked about the triple S, pay attention to that. Get up on your sit bones when you're sitting at work. If you're doing at a standing desk, stand in the center of your feet, like don't rock forward or don't rock backward. And so that the, up the chain has to, has to respond to that. You want to be as the, we want the energy from the floor going through your body with as much efficiency as possible. You will adjust your chair accordingly. Adjust the height of the chair, adjust the the surface area of how you're sitting on the chair. Make sure your feet are on the ground. They're not dangling. Move your feet around because you will get a lot of blood pooling down there. Uh, You want to have the the desk positioned in such a way that when your hands are on the computer, that your elbows are less than 90 degrees. They're not at 90 degrees, but that your wrists are more neutral. And those are those, there, there are some positional tools for that, for the carpal tunnel. So look those up. You want the screen where you're not looking down, but looking straight ahead um, because you really want to stop that looking down and straining the eyes. It's because you're not looking directly down. What you tend to do is drop your gaze or drop your head, flex your head, and then lift your gaze. So the very, very top of your skull is actually an extension. And that creates a lot of, it it shortens all the space right there at at the base of the skull. Tons of tightness can develop. And then, of course, most importantly, get up and move around. Get up and move around frequently. Roll the shoulders. Go and visit somebody. See how they're doing. Check in with them. Have like an ergonomic buddy. Because if you are caring about yourself and you extend that to caring about someone, you're going to kind of check in with each other. Hey, have you gotten up and moved today? Hey, every 30 minutes, let's go get water at the water cooler or wherever you get it. Or it's, you're going to be more efficient. And if your boss has 
any issues with this, bring in all of the, there's, you, all you have to do is Google the, the benefits of ergonomics in terms of productivity and bring that in because you need to move around in a variety of ways and um, it can be done every 30 to 40 minutes. So I hope that helps. Ergonomics is hugely important. You, you want, it, it makes such a difference. Sitting in a car, that's a totally different episode. We'll have to deal with that later, but I hope this helped you. Give me your tips. I, people send me pictures. I love it where they've propped up. They have books underneath their computer screen or they're like, they're not sitting at a, a chair anymore, but they've figured out a, a different way to sit like on a TheraBall and all these fun things. So I would love to hear what you've done that has, has really changed the way you feel at work ergonomically. Thank you so much. Hugs from me to you. 